Hi, I'm Laura Flanders of The Laura Flanders Show, where I interview the best thinkers and doers of our time. On TV, the show premieres Sundays at 11.30 Eastern on PBS World and at The Laura Flanders Show YouTube channel. You can join my guests and me every week there in the live viewing party and then catch us all week on public television stations. Prefer to listen? Find us on a radio station near you or subscribe to the free podcast. You'll find listings and ways to subscribe at lauraflanders.org That's also where you'll receive my regular commentaries. I call them the F word. Here's this week's. Win, lose, or draw. The allure of the white working class voter never dulls for big D Democrats. Whatever happens in election season, the party's conclusion is always the same. The white, read male, working class voter holds the key to the future. Not the reproductive justice voter or the criminal justice reform voter or the green voter or the universal health care voter or the person of color, BIPOC or young voter. Nope. The party has pursued their white male whale for so long they ignore the waves of tomorrow even as they break. Take this year's midterms. Democrats made greater gains than they expected, winning tight races in both the Senate and the House. Now, to quote one indicative New York Times article, Democrats see a blueprint in Fetterman's victory in Pennsylvania. Why? Because, quote, Fetterman flipped a key Senate seat in part by attracting white working class votes, including in the reddest parts of his state. The argument that follows is the usual one, that Fetterman showed Democrats how to solve their white working class problem by slightly improving on Biden's performance in red counties. He didn't win in the red zones, but he shaved points off Republican margins by appealing in his shirt sleeves to the WWC. This is the mantra that will not die, the one that sank a mountain of money into Tim Ryan's failed congressional bid in Ohio and poured next to nothing into Cherry Beasley's near win in North Carolina. This is the mantra that brought us a democratic campaign fixated not boldly on bodily autonomy, racial justice and climate crisis, but in a defensive crouch focused on inflation and gas prices and crime and threats to democracy, while simultaneously trying not to piss off WWC voters who cast their votes for incipient fascists the last chance they got. In Pennsylvania, the irony is voters showed up in spite of all of it. They showed up for Fetterman and they showed up for Summer Lee, a lawyer and former labor organizer endorsed by Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and AOC's so-called squad. Lee won her primary unsupported by her local Democratic Party and beat her Republican opponent and a mountain of dark money with a campaign that refused to step back. In response to attack, Lee affirmed her stance for unions, reproductive choice, criminal justice reform, and a fracking ban. Now she's become the first black woman ever to represent her state in Congress, where she'll be joining an expanded progressive bench. Her base in Pittsburgh is heavily Democratic, for sure, but her movement building was felt far beyond her district. The enthusiasm around her campaign is credited with helping to secure a Democratic statehouse. This was a movement that was about what it looks like when we prioritize the most marginalized, Lee said, election night. Could that catch on? Or is it just more fun to search out white men who don't actively hate Democrats? You can see our panel discussing the midterm elections at lauraflanders.org and hear where pro-choice voters are fuming about democratic malpractice. It's all on The Laura Flanders Show, about which you can get information at lauraflanders.org and subscribe to the free podcast right there at our site. Till the next time, stay kind, stay curious. Thanks for joining me. I'm Laura.